Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. All right, before we get into this Texans head coach search and, and really the, uh, the the decisions that'll come after they hire a head coach, prayers up and uh, and and uh, stay safe to everybody uh, out there that's dealing with these um, these tornadoes, high winds. I'm already getting some uh, pictures from my my Baytown crew. Uh, they're all safe, but there's been a lot of damage over in the Baytown area. Yeah. Got some folks over in the Pasadena area sending some pictures uh, of some damage. Uh, and clearly, when you look up at the news, Deer Park, I think, got hit, um, you know, pretty pretty uh, rough. So, all my folks over on the east side, man, stay safe. Uh, prayers up. And uh, stay strong through these. Uh, this is tough weather. It'll it'll come to pass. And whatever uh, whatever we need to do from there on out, we'll we'll get on it and and um, and keep everybody posted. So, we're thinking about you. Stay safe. And, um Hunker down, baby. I, my, my family's my, – I got some pictures from my family. They're all in closets drinking wine. So, if, if they're going to go Georgia, down – Yeah, boy. It, it so, looked, now, yeah, I, I heard of the the hurricane parties. Now oh, yeah. Now we're going to tornado, tornado parties, parties oh, man. man. In the closet. I either. In the closet and uh, hunker down. When you get a chance and, to party, party. That's right, Dusty. When you get a chance to get with the people, you get with your people, man, and you party. It just happens to be a tornado going on oh, outside. Oh, yes, it's going to be somewhere drunk safe. That's right. Well, look, hey, look here, show the, the Texans, man. We, we've talked we've talked at length for weeks and weeks now about this head coach search and um, I, I'm, I'm driving home last night and because I'll be honest the last couple of days I've kind of come around to maybe the reality of they're probably going to hire a defensive minded head coach I, I think if I had to really go out on a limb right now I, I would say they're two their two top two candidates right now are D'Amico Rhines and Jonathan Gannon. Um, I, I personally believe, I'm not a big fan of this, but I believe that Nick Casario would prefer to have a a young, unproven head coach that he can he can really guide instead of a guy that tells him to get the hell out of the way kind of deal. I, I, I think that's the case. And, and now I think both of them are, are very, very good, high-level head coach candidates. But I was starting to kind of Come around to that way of thinking, you know. Maybe, maybe it ain't all. Maybe it ain't all bad because I've been beat, beating myself up about it, man. I got it. I got to really think about this, think it through, and and come to terms with it. And so I, I just, I'm having a really hard time coming to terms with it. And, and here's why: the way I look at this thing is, I feel good about the the head coach search. I feel good about the candidates. Don't agree with everything, but I feel good about it. All right, they're going they're going to hire a head coach that I think we can all say it was a good, solid process to get there. And they landed on Coach X. And at that point in time, we're going to have Cal McNair, we're going to have Nick Casario, and we're going to have Coach X, whoever that may be. I believe it's going to be a defensive-minded guy, D'Amico Rines or Jonathan Gannon. And at that point in time, those three individuals, Cal, Nick, and whoever the head coach is they hire, those three individuals will be will make the biggest decision in, in Texans history since David Carr was drafted in 2002. What this friend, that this this organization has has never been lower. Maybe before it existed, right? Before it existed, okay, now boom, here we go, and we're trying to build something from scratch. Everybody gave you the benefit of the doubt, but you still got to get some things right. They drafted David Carr. That was a that was a huge decision that didn't work out real well for the Texans, but it was a huge decision. And there's been some low times. I get it. They won two two games back back a few years back, and that was obviously a, a tough time. Firehead coach, but 
the last two seasons, the dysfunction within, I don't know that this organization has been at a lower place other than when it didn't exist. This is going to be the biggest decision since David Carr was drafted. What the Texans do at the quarterback position. What the Texans do with the number one overall draft pick. And you got Cal McNair, Nick Casario, and more than likely a young defensive coordinator that's only been doing that job for a couple of years. That guy is, those three individuals ultimately, I know there's a lot of, Nick will tell you, there's, boy, there's staffs and there's all kinds of scouts and everything else that's going to help make the decision. But ultimately, those three individuals are going to have to make the biggest decision in this team's history since David Carr. And show, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't feel good about it. I can't, Why I the can't, hell would I you? can't make it make sense. I, show, well, g- I, give me this. What part about it that, that you don't feel good about? What is it? Well, if, if, if you hire a, a defensive minded head coach, while they may be great leaders of men, they may be great defensive minds. I, I spent some time around some pretty good ones. I wouldn't trust a one of them with with knowing knowing precisely what needs to go on from the offensive coordinator to the quarterback coach to the quarterback to the room around him, like that. Knowing what all needs to go on there, that particular group is going to need a ton of help. And, and so, with that mindset, I'm nervous as hell. I'm not comfortable with 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 that group making the decision at the quarterback position. I mean, are y'all comfortable with that? Tyler, are you comfortable with that? Like, just thinking of, like, it's one thing to say, okay, who's the best head coach? Got our head coach search going on. Who's the best head coach? Okay, that's fine. You can tell, everybody can tell me who they like, who they don't like. But when you think about it in a vacuum of Cal, Nick, and D'Amico, Cal, Nick, and Jonathan Gannon, those guys are going to ultimately make the biggest decision in this team's history since David Carr. That's that's a major decision. Are y'all comfortable with those guys? I wouldn't say I'm comfortable, but but I'd say I'm cautiously optimistic. Why? Because Nick Casario has not shown me enough to make me just be out on Nick Casario. Like, Nick Casario's the key factor here. Of I course, know. Cal McNair, the McNairs have owned this team. Nick Casario? Nick Casario's what you're hanging out? Yes. Well, well, I'm but, not well, saying well, that's right or wrong, but that's the reason. I, I, I've that's fair. That's fair. But but here's the deal with Nick, and I'm, I'm not banging on Nick. I'm just being real with it. Like Cal, Cal has no clue what what the quarterback room, the, the inner workings, the OC. Sure. Like I don't know that I don't know that many owners do. I'm not not knocking Cal. Just the reality of it is, like Nick, Nick was was blessed when somebody left Tom Brady on his doorstep one morning. Yeah. And and so the the bulk of his quarterback run has been with that and a a bunch of like look I I mean I know I know right now my man Jimmy Garoppolo takes a lot of heat but you can say that that was a successful get otherwise I mean the castles all these other guys that that they ran through there I mean it didn't correct me if I'm wrong but it wasn't nothing was was real impressive my man Ryan Mallett didn't work out for the better Jimmy G is probably the most I mean, impressive outside of Tom. Yeah, so I mean, when you look at Nick, not only to bang Nick about what he has drafted, what he had, but you just look back at the, the the history of what he's been involved in with quarterbacks. Outside of being gifted Tom Brady, there really there really hadn't been a whole hell of a lot of experience. And you look at D'Amico Ryan's and what's going on over here in in San Francisco since he's been a decision maker over there at the quarterback position. Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, they traded for Trey Lance, and 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 that's that's a miss. And now, hell, the best thing they've done over there is take mystery relevant, and he's winning ball games for him right now. And and hell, there's like I don't know what they're going to do with him. And so that that's and I like D'Amico. I'm not banging D'Amico. I'm just saying 
if you think about it from the perspective of drafting the future of the Texans with a number one overall draft pick and getting it right, any, have any of these guys given you any? Have they been around anything? Is there any reason to believe that? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm they're gonna nail this thing. No, there, there is no reason. And like, listen, I, when I say that, Tyler, you, I mean you, you have your own opinion, uh, obviously, and then you, you have a right to that opinion. I just can't like Nick. Nick can't be the one to, to me as the one that I look at and say, all right, okay, that's the one that I'm gonna lean on to hope that this. Ooh. This decision, right, makes. I mean, oddly enough, man, I, hell, it's for me, man. It, it's because I think I would hope that the head coach, and now we're talking about this. This makes me nervous too. Is like, is is Nick bringing in somebody in which he they are going to have a certain amount of like, uh, is Nick going to have input on who the offensive coordinator is if it's a def- defensive coach that they can work with, right? Like, I, 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 you know, all of that is a concern, but. From what they have done over the last two years, including the time Nick Casario was here, like what we what we base our confidence level right on major decisions are other decisions that you have made before. And the decisions that though you know the owner and GM have made for the Texans in the last two years have been awful. And yeah. nothing about those decisions would make you think, one, that they're going to pick the right coach and one, that they're going to collab to pick the right yeah, coach man. and pick the right quarterback. I just show I'm trying to talk myself off of the, man, offensive-minded head coach or bust, or, you know, I, I, but I can't, man. From the text line, y'all already crying before anything happens. Like, what have you watched No, No, we're, we're having a years? discussion with your old sour ass. Go, go, get you, you, go get you a beer. Go to Twin Peaks, get you a cold Coors Light. 29-degree tall, man-sized beer. And it could be so damn. But we've sat here and reacted and watched a lot of things happen. We've sat here and reacted, and we've sat here and watched. David Cully, come on down. I opened the whole thing, stroking the whole process and the candidate list and everything else. Man, go get you a beer and relax a little bit, man. How about this? White eighty, white eighty. Y'all see this most recent announcement? Huh? What? Guess who's singing the uh, national anthem at the uh, Super Bowl? Uh, <laughs> Diana Ross. My uh, boy is on it. Diana Ross. Are you kidding me? Who is? Come on, baby. Who is that show? You got that one? I, I, got, I told you I like a little Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> I like a little. I told you hey, I'm going and I'm trying to go hey, there on the rodeo. I'm a big national anthem guy now. I I'm, really I'm, am. I'm, I'm, I'm actually intrigued on on his rendition. Oh, I'm Emma. intrigued on what he's going to do. Look here. I'm a big national anthem guy. I don't need no exotic rendition, no show. I, I don't. I don't. You like you like some exotic changing of the song and all that kind of stuff. No, I, I'm just. I'm, no, not not too much, but subtle things to make it your fair, own. Fair, I like fair. I don't want him to just walk up there and just. Yeah, I want to see him. I, I want him to use that that soulful. Come on, this no question, this huh? Voice and let, let's hear it. Look, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, man. If I could pick one person in today's music right now. If I could pick one person that I want to hear sing the national anthem, it's this some buck right here. What? Wait, what I do? What you? What I do? Did I turn him off? I mean, I, I pay you a compliment. And he goes away. <laughs> I, I, mean, I just see. wanted to make sure you had his voice, man. Come on, we, man. we just had some instrumental going there. Oh man, Chris Stapleton. Oh, oh, you had nice. Chris Stapleton singing the national anthem is absolutely gonna be must see. I, I got. I got to see. I'm intrigued. I usually wouldn't. I, I usually wouldn't really dial in until he. Uh, be honest with you, the first snap. 
Like, let me catch that first drive. You're in here. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down for, for this. I don't know. I don't know that tune right there. That must be a new one or something. But that's that. That's definitely that. That's a cuss right there, wasn't you? Yes, indeed. That's the, hey, man, he is gonna no, absolutely not, no, crush. No, that'll be good. I'm, 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 in, I'm into that. I'm into seeing that. All and right. then we get Rihanna for halftime. <laughs> Ooh, now we're talking. All right. I Ooh. hope they let Riri be Riri. Do you? Yeah, just let her, let her come on out. Just let come it, on. let her be her complete self. Let her come. Don't neuter her. Y'all heard it, folks. I, I don't. Well, I don't know about neutering her, but, but that. But here's the deal, Stapleton. Have you ass in that seat listening to that national anthem for that for that Super Bowl kicks? Now it ain't just about the football and the commercials this year. It's about that national anthem. Red twenty-two. All right, I told y'all that old uh, Cabo vacation I went on yesterday or, or uh, last week. My wife pissed me off posting. Uh, she posted a nice little uh, series of pictures on, uh, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, it's beautiful. It was nice pictures. And then she got to the very end, and, and my big ass is hunkered over after 45 minutes of trying to paddle. <laughs> I did, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really appreciate it. I laughed out loud when I saw that. Yeah, I know you did. You sent it to us via text. And, and that's exactly why I wasn't yeah. real happy with her doing it. Yeah. All right. So... I, I I let her know. It's re, it's pretty cool, man. Like I I think I, I think I even said it on the post. I even commented on the post. I, you know, I, you can kiss every bit of my everything. You know what she did last night, man? She made it. She made it up. Somebody somebody in our in our Baytown text group. You know, my all my all my partners. All, all of, it's probably about I don't know twenty twenty five, maybe even thirty of us. We got a text like text chain going. If somebody's having watch parties or whatever, we just use that. Somebody said something about the picture. They posted, a, you know, they sent the picture that she posted, and ha ha ha. I said, yeah, man, it was a rough one. You know what? You know what she did? She she went through her phone and found a video, and not just a pic. She found a video of me busting my ass, and it was it, it was it was the most unathletic. She, did she post it? No, she sent it to the text line. But but I mean, she. I'd rather you post it. Half the half of the people in my text in my text group. Aren't even on Instagram. I'd rather you put it on Instagram. I mean, I, think about it. Like the worst thing somebody can do is. Did you send, know that video? Did you know she had done that? I, I knew it was out there. I didn't know she had it. They Lauren, said it, I'm they, gonna need you to send that video to me and show. She said, like, and I, the bad thing was, it was one of those. It's kind of like when Javon Curse hit me in in uh, in college and gave me a concussion. I would have swore it was really really bad, and it wasn't that bad. Just how he hit me, it was. I, I thought I got hit by a Mack truck, and it really didn't look like that. There was one time when I got up on this board, and she happened to catch it. Well, she has multiple ones. Go ahead. No, this is the one. Oh, this is the one. Just my get up. Like, I got up by pushing it, like, on the pole. Like, pushed the pole down. It's kind of, I thought, I I felt like my old ass, like, came up from my knees and, boom, jumped up to my feet. I thought you had it. Boy, it looks real old and, and rickety in the video. But I stand up, and then shortly after that, I, don't even, I didn't even paddle. I just get lost it. my balance just and fall. And she sent it to. Were you upset? Did you get a. Because I felt like at some point you were slapping the water. And oh, I, I, I was I was upset fifteen minutes in. I was upset fifteen minutes in, and then, yeah, it was it was bad. I, I had I, I had two outings, but the hell with me being bad. My wife, my wife sent this video out. So she posted a bad picture on Instagram of me struggling and her and her shining, and then in the midst of me getting just kicked while I'm down. She sends the video to the to the very group of individuals that will give me that I can't escape. They will give me the hardest time about it. Needless to say, I looked down a while ago and there was twenty plus messages on that text line, on that text line in, in reference to that. Won't you send? Let me see it. The picture? I mean, right. the video? The video. Let's. 
We'll take I mean, a look at it during the break. Yeah, I don't think that'd be a good idea. But but I, I'm just telling you, my wife, here's the deal is she's opened up. I the, mean, you're really scrolling down. There's a lot of messages. Well, there's, I don't know if you know, but there's a tornado going down over in Baytown, and they, they're hitting me up on oh, that, too. Oh, it's the same thing. Everybody's keeping me posted. But, yeah, my, my I mean, she's just opened the floodgates because I'm typically a guy that doesn't, doesn't uh, do stuff like I that. I promise I won't let But it. it's happening now. I won't let I really won't. All I, right. I don't know why you'd laugh at me. I'm not. Oh, he is trying to, folks. Coming up. Uh, Watch that get up. Watch that get up right there, though. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's rough. Coming up. <laughs> let me pause it. Let me pause it. Coming up. Um, I finally did it, folks. It's been about nine years. Six to all right, seven to eight years since I went to the dentist. And I'll be damned if I got to go back in a month because I didn't mess myself up. I'll tell you exactly about my visit coming up there. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Fellas, ready tomorrow. Remember, come uh, come hang out with us. Uh, or come hang out with us through radio as we will be live uh, at the uh, Houston Sports Awards. Tomorrow we'll be doing the show 2 to 6. We expect to have some fun guests, uh, including, um, uh, uh, I'm calling it right now, Alex Bregman's going to join. I think he should. Alex Bregman's going to join us. Uh, he'll join us tomorrow. I'm sure of it. Uh, you can mark it down, according to me. He's going to join us tomorrow, hopefully, uh, at the uh, Houston Sports Awards. And uh, hopefully Tyler is there with us as well. Looking fly as hell. No Let's doubt. See if we can't get you there. I would love to be there. Always uh, always have had a great time on the red carpet in the past. And, uh, but obviously, if he is unable to be there, we will understand that. And Absolutely. Fly, fight. Got a job to do. As hard. He'll fight as hard as he can uh, to eventually get there. So, uh, yeah, be a good time tomorrow. Hang out with us. Should be a fun show as one of the best events. Shout out to Patty Smith and her crew who put it together every year, the Houston Sports Awards. Who is that? Uh, Calvin Murphy. Um is uh is going um is uh, is going to be I think uh, announced as a uh as, as a part of the I think the Hall of Fame class Calvin Murphy um oh who's the other basketball player I know uh for athlete of the year it's all Astros which is interesting I mean it, it's yeah, I know very the, fair yeah, the awards yeah um but uh yeah that I think I, I I just remember Calvin Murphy can't remember who else is is rolling through but it should be a fun event should be a fun event. All right, something that that was not a fun event for me today was finally went to the dentist, fellas. And it's Elvin Hayes, by the way. Elvin, Elvin Hayes, Hayes and yes. Bruce Matthews. Bruce Matthews, Elvin Hayes, and Calvin Murphy. Sorry, just wanted to make sure you knew. I knew it would bother you. It was another basketball player. <laughs> could not remember Elvin Hayes. I don't know why I couldn't. Um, but uh, went to the uh, the dentist for the first time in a few years. Uh, and uh, I ain't going to lie to you. I was nervous. I rolled in. I was like. Just in case anyone didn't hear that, a few years, and it's actually quite more than a few. It's nine. It's 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 eight <laughs> at the most. It's probably more closer between seven and eight. Oh, okay. And I was I was a little, yeah I was a little nervous. Sat in there and they made me sit in it. It's a nice comfortable chair, but they made me sit in there for a little bit. Went back in there and I I thought God I'm I'm gonna have cavities. I probably, it's, it's, it's gonna be really bad. Got in there and. Uh, Want to make me do x-rays of my teeth and everything first. And I told her, I said, man, I'm just going to let you know it's been a while. Oh, it's okay. 
How long? She goes, I said, ah, been a while. She said, oh, we'll, 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 we'll get you together. Did you ever give her the truth of nine years? No, it's not nine years. But, okay, oh, did my God. Did you even God. get remotely close to being honest? She didn't ask, so I didn't tell her. Just told her it was a few years. I'm betting Clint she knew the second he opened his mouth. <laughs> Good point. It's been a while. Not, she wouldn't have thought it was She's a professional, years. you know. She, so we took a, several x-rays, a, a, a bunch of them, a bunch of them. And then uh, pictures in, inside the teeth and everything. And then she's like, we'll take a few of these. And where she got me concerned, she's like, well, uh, let's check for any gum disease. God. Yeah? This is what I'm really nervous about. She goes, poke through and take a look at it and no None. gum disease. No, okay. baby. Okay. No, baby. Now, she said pushing the limits on a couple of those spaces. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a good cleaning today will, will really help. Oh, damn, so you know, really not bad for for being being as long between visits. Then she said, "We're gonna, you know, give you a good clean and then take a look at the X-rays." They looked at the X-rays and said, uh, "Change of plans." Well, before oh that, oh my god! Before that, the cleaning was aggressive. I mean, aggressive, especially the like the inside. It needed to be the inside bottom teeth. <laughs> oh my god! It and needed to be. She circled. She circled back around there three times. She came got down, I mean, got there, that. Huh? She goes, she circled back around there three times. I mean, came back, got everything. Then she came back here. Let me go back down there again. Then we got done. She goes, you know, the only real, really, really poor part was the part down, you know, on the inside of your bottom row of teeth. Then she said, let's take a look at it again. She goes, oh, hold on. And she grabbed that damn that damn tool again and went at it again on the inside. The scraper or the water laser? The scraper, the both. <laughs> But then they came back and the dentist came in. He said, yeah. This is after looking at x-rays. Yeah. yeah. You it's, did go to a different dentist than your wife and kids, so you were, you didn't embarrass them, did you? No, I went to the same one. They oh, to. now they're going to have to deal with your – oh, man. But he looked in there and he said, yeah, it's not too bad. He said, but it's you got, bad. He said, you got one right there on the uh, on the upper right side of your tooth that uh, – that, uh, Getting close to getting close to a root canal. If you wait uh, about six months, six months away from potentially having to get a root canal to get that pulled out now, which they know you will wait at least six months. It's a, it's a cavity, and they're like, "Oh, we have to go in there and uh, and put a crown on that puppy." So you don't get the crown. Is it gonna be one of them crowns where like you can see when you smile, like half your tooth is silver? No, I'm not getting a silver crown. Why not? I'm not a kid because I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want a silver tooth. I don't want to. Look, I'm just going to be honest. I, I think that would take show to a whole nother level. No, it wouldn't. I'm fine. No. You're the show, man. I I, yeah, I, I got to agree with I'm Clint. Not, no, you don't. It's not. I'm not getting You could work those, it. I'm not, I, I'm not going to. There's no reason to do that. I'm not doing that. <sighs> I think man, it'd look cool. Got me coming back in February. He told me it's going to be three hours. To do the cap? To do, yeah. To or, do, to for roughly gotta, how long it took him to clean your teeth? He's got to clean it out. It's 45 minutes. He's got to clean it out. And, yeah. then, and then put the, the crown on. He said, this is a three-hour deal. Are you glad it's behind you? I did sit in there, and I said, this is a damn shame. <laughs> this is a damn shame. And you know, I I admit to it. It's not like I had an, uh, I had an issue with uh, with insurance. I had insurance. I just, I just in the last, you know, six or seven years, just had to help. Just kind of, it's just them days kind of got away from me. Just got start stacking days and putting it off, and, and finally, but I do feel better. 
I do feel better. I can. It feels smooth inside, and I'm happy for you, man. Your overall health is really a lot of times tied to, I mean, to your care of your I mouth. I mean, that's pretty good, though. You know, a few years, seven or eight, without getting a cleaning, and just one cavity. You know, I gotta get it filled or whatever. But yeah, I mean, you you did. I mean, it's that's just, spectacular. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the outcome was was okay. I think just the, the you, you had to get beyond. Like you just had to come to terms with, bro. I mean, it's. I mean, nine years, man. That's a long time. Like, like it's it's not about. <laughs> oh boy, nine years is only a problem if you go eight. in there and, it, and it's a and it's nine. just a garbage can. But they they actually. I mean, luckily there you didn't have too much. You didn't have too many. Wait, problems. Hold on. Did you think it was going to be bad? Did you think I was going to have a bunch of cavities? No, I, I didn't necessarily. It, I worked. Too, I worked too close to you. If it was that bad, I it would because that bothers yeah. me. Yeah, yuck, yuck mouth really bothers. I me. imagine the cavities coat. didn't mean your yeah, mouth. Absolutely, rot. Like you don't think you don't think rot. You can smell it. Yeah, I imagine like, that like you probably had a thick coat of plaque on there. Like when you said it's been nine years, I was like, it's not. I didn't. I've never said nine. Bro, I've established I trust Courtney when I do you. I, like I was barely old enough to buy a I, beer. I, I would have thought like, man, you got multiple cavities, and I would have thought you'd have been blowing me out of the studio with your breath. <laughs> but you don't. I mean, I just it, well done, sir. Well done. But that doesn't. I mean, oh, just just because you came out clean on the backside of it doesn't mean the risk that you've been taking right. for nine years is is. I'm is gonna small. do better. Well, she flossed the hell out of my teeth. Good. That's God, the one thing. Somebody's got to do it. I got to do better. I'm not a big flosser. You're not a, Yeah, I'm not either. She said you got to go with y'all. She said you got to go under the gums. Yes. To really get it. Yeah, man. Got the next one. It's a lot of work, boys. Got the next one, next next cleaning scheduled in July. Uh, so uh, it's be good. Good to go. But I feel I do I, I do I, I do feel better about it. But I'm not getting the like people are texting me and get the get the silver get the silver. No, I'm not doing it. If it were in the front, I would I would do it. But it's, it's a it's in the back, so we can't see right it. There. No, I I think it needs to be the one of the front four, and you get that that cap that you all the way around it. And all I can see is a circle of the white. Show's gonna have a mouthful of platinum. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hell, I, I thought your teeth were growing hair there for a while. <laughs> At least you knocked all that off. They're nice and shiny, pearly whites, boy. I can't lie, I can't. I keep running my my tongue across my teeth. Smooth, huh? It feels much better. Yeah, I think I'm thinking about really taking it to another step. Then I'm thinking about just going whitening these suckers. Like now that I've gotten and I've gotten them clean, I'm thinking about really taking it up a notch. I don't know if I encourage that. I think you should just focus on like. The basics first ah, and no. get in a good routine. That's a really down. good point. Got the basics down. Got the routine. Got you the just next one said you don't up. you don't floss enough. I did. Like, listen, listen. That that would be a basic, sir. Listen, that was a start of yesterday. It's a new me. <laughs> it's a new me with teeth. I'm thinking about going with the whitening. Take me up to the next. I'm the not next saying week. you shouldn't. I just think you should try what? flossing each night first. I've just, I, I'm going to. I mean, they even sell those little, like, picks now where you don't have to really tear off a piece of floss and, and work with all that. You just grab an individual thing and go to town. Yeah, I mean, people are telling me, man, I'm thinking about going to go to the dentist now. You should. Well, you, I hope. You, yeah, let, let's show. I let, hope I have been be a, an example. Absolutely, man. This absolutely. is what we're here for. Absolutely, you should. You should go to the dentist because Show waited nine years. You should not eight. wait nine years eight. because Show seven was seven to eight. Show luckily didn't have any 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 real problems. Wait, seven to eight. Don't let don't let his layoff encourage you and make you think what you're doing is right. Take your ass to the dentist and get your teeth worked on. Make did sure you, you clean. Did you just give a motivational? Speech? Absolutely. Don't 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 <laughs> let don't let Show because I know there's a lot of people out there going see. Show they're gonna tell their wife tonight. I mean, their wife been giving them hell. You, you go go get your teeth taken care of. Oh man, so boy, I listened to on the radio, man. Show he nine years he didn't go. That's what I'm here for, man. The show, man. In, in nah. fact, I believe I waited those eight years for this very moment. 
to have this to be a tool for others out there. I will keep an eye on that, Ronnie. <laughs> One of my favorite drops, by the way. All right, coming up, man. There's some news coming from a uh, a in the know ESPN um, a, a reporter talking about what he believes executives are saying about one quarterback connected with the Houston Texans. You don't want to miss that. That's next. The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Oh, I said that's until 2027. How about that? So 2027, how about it? And so uh, set your dates then. 2027. Uh, that's just what I read. I, I got real. I, I got real turned on by it. And then I looked down and I was like, "Whoa!" I, be, I mean, I might need to pump the brakes a little bit. I, yeah. There we have it. U of uh, H LSU. It's gonna be a hell of a nice. hell of a football game. Yeah, they get it. They get it ready. That'll, that'll be Big home. Twelve SEC. I guess it always is, isn't it? Yeah, it is, is it? Yeah. No. No. The bowl game's always SEC Big yeah. Twelve. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be fun. So that's in a future game coming up. They always got great stuff going at NRG. Uh, hopefully, um, the uh, the Texans are rolling by that time, too. Hopefully, by 2027. God, 2027. You, it could be a this. hell of a year, man. They're out of this by now, right? 2027. When that game starts, the Texans are out of this. What are we in right now? 23? So, that'd be... Are they out of it by five? Uh, like, like, yeah, they're they're out they're out of this negative. We're, we're talking about a playoff caliber team, right? Would you bet on it? Would you bet on it? Tyler, would you bet on it? But 20, would yes. you bet on it that in 2027 the Houston Texans are, are are a playoff team? They better be, so yeah, I would. Playoff? I'm not even – In this division? Better be. That's a funny question we say. Jags this are coming, division. bro. I was going to say, is, is this – are we? Is it going to be that thing? Jags right, are coming. You've already been hit it, for, it, for cold takes for your Jags takes. What? It, it, I think it, you got Tennessee, put out. If Tennessee messes around and gets uh, – Aaron Rodgers or, or one of these quarterbacks that's on the market? Well, I just don't. Yeah, Jacksonville, like, I, like, are they slowing down? Like, they feel like they're they're a team that's ascending. Like, like I mean, the like Texans did beat them once this year, didn't they? No, they, they did. It's, it, and I, I'm not saying they're not showing some improvement, but they're still the Jags to me for now. Good job making the playoffs. And now you're sitting at home. And winning the game. Uh, Yeah, they're sitting at home. I, I just think. I don't know how long we're going to be able to say that this division is is just like anybody can take it. Like Jacksonville, we'll see where they go, and, and when hopefully the Texans can can you know get there to their to, to where they are. But they feel like they're a team that's on the rise. They only won nine games. That's I understand it. They 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 won nine games, and they were a completely different team down the stretch. I'm buying Jacksonville, and, uh, boys. and they and they went in the playoffs, and <laughs> so I mean like. I, like for their for their first year with their new head coach, and Trevor's second year, like that's pretty good in the playoffs. Win your division and and beat Justin. I'm buying I'm buying Jacksonville. I'm not I'm not going to poo poo uh, the Titans. No, I, I think I think either get Tan even get Tannehill healthy or go out and get uh, Aaron Rodgers is one of them that supposedly um, you know that could be a destination for him, which I guess anywhere in the AFC could be. Uh, at this point in time, um, but boy, they do something like that. I mean, I think they're right in the thick of things. And you look at the Colts, and I know a lot of people look at them and go, "Well, they because of because they're not having success, all of a sudden their cap space and their roster and the guys that they've chose to pay don't make sense." You get you get the right coach in there again. Get the right quarterback in there with all this movement of quarterbacks that happens year to year. Um, golly, I mean, I, I think Indy's. 
Indy could be real as well. So, I don't know, man. Would I bet on it? I just, I just hope they're, they're like playoff contention. <laughs> oh, I think they're playoff contention. You think sure. So? I mean, you don't, that. you don't have to. I, I've said this before. Like, you don't, like, they don't have to get this higher. They don't have to hit a grand slam in this hire to get back to 500 football and be fringe playoff. Like you just you just hire a dude that is competent on both sides of the football, get the roster right. If Nick does his job and gets the roster right, if they draft half-ass well uh, and develop just, again, average, this team can win eight-nine ball. I do think it is contingent on this being the last start to a rebuild before then. You know, you hope it doesn't just – like whatever move that this that that's made here doesn't get so bad where because I do think I do think Nick is in is potentially in some trouble if if they have another bad season and and you know at that point I think it then would be on him and then essentially you may be starting over again I don't know if the coach would be in trouble but you may be starting over again so um, I think they're I think they'll be in playoff contention by then. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, talked to uh, executives and what they think some offseason moves were going to be made. One, Derek Carr to the Houston Texans. Wouldn't be mad at it. Derek Carr to the Houston Texans. In the report, Jeremy Fowler uh, says that uh, Nick Casario and the GM Dave uh, Ziegler, uh, they uh, they have a working relationship. They were both in New England together and... They have made trades before uh, in the past, and there's a history between those two. And, uh, yes, the Houston Texans could take a quarterback with the number two pick in the draft, but it also has 11 picks, including two in the top 12. That's plenty of ammunition to execute any deal they would want. Nick will be looking for a high-character quarterback. That will be important to him, the coach said. Derek fits that mold. That's a that's a part of the reporting from uh, from Jeremy Fowler, Derek Carr. Wait, wait, Je- wait, wait. Let me let me let me refresh. I, I spoke too soon. Obviously, is he talking about a potential trade? Yes, I no, mean that's no, what no, that's no, how it would no, have no. to happen with. Uh, no, 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 no. no. They, 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 last I, I read, which I, I believe I've been to Mexico for a week since, but I thought there was a potential that the the, the Raiders could just cut cut him cut and him. not have, not because there's money that they're gonna have to, they're gonna owe him at a certain yeah, point, forty million. Yeah, and they could cut him. And let him go on his way. Um, if that hey, happens, because he has a no trade clause. Look, look. If that happens, then then I'm I'm all for I'm all for a a a, uh, a plan in Houston that consists of Derek Carr at quarterback for a couple years or for a year or however long it is until you find your guy, groom your guy, develop your guy, and, and it's it's the right time. I, I, I could I could see that. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Not trading. Not not trading significant draft trading capital. For, kind of no, hell no. Yeah, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't be about that. No, uh, not at all. But I'm just that's just a report there from Jeremy Fowler, Derek Carr. I, I certainly think, as we just talked about it, could you get to to, to being in playoff contention? I think Derek Carr could probably with the right coaching staff around him, and what whatever moves you make, obviously with the draft capital and the and the money you have, like you can make a run to seven, eight wins. I think that's what like the Jets had. Yeah, seven, eight wins. 
like you could do that with, with Derek Carr. I think that is very, very possible uh, in this division with your schedule that you have coming up. I just, I would wonder, I just wonder what it would be in it for Derek Carr to want to come to Houston. Because he's going to have some decision-making power in it, whether he's got a no-trade clause, and like you said, I don't I don't see the, the, the Texas trading for him. I just wonder if he had options, like why the Texans would be a spot for him. That, that, yeah, that but I mean, how many playoff contending teams are going to have are, are going to have openings, right? I mean, the Tennessee Titans, I think, would be one, obviously. Jets. But I mean, I, I think they've got their. I, I, if I'm them, I would set my sights more on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, look, I, I'm not a huge Tannehill guy, but but Tannehill's serviceable. I don't think that Derek Carr is just a huge upgrade over a guy that's 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 performed in your in having stay healthy has performed in your system. Um, Maybe he is, maybe he isn't, I don't know. But I think they've got their sights set on somebody a little higher than Derek Carr. And so I wonder, like, what's going to be out there for him? The Jets, um, as you said, the Titans, uh, maybe one of those NFC South teams think, think like the maybe the Saints yeah. think that they are Tampa. Uh, they're close. Tampa, whatever he does. The Raiders are, are out, obviously, because that's where he's leaving. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean that they all can't get Aaron if Aaron leaves. Like, like who's if Aaron if it's not Aaron, who's the the sites that are higher than Derek? If you're a playoff team, I think he's probably the next best quarterback after Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers is available, I, I do honestly think what I've seen here on the trailer Will and Frame text line, bringing in Carr and drafting a defensive edge rusher is the most Texans Texans thing we could do this offseason. I I think that is completely in play. I mean, I think it is drafting one of the top defensive linemen at two and then going quarterback as a veteran quarterback. I don't know if it will be Derek Carr, but a veteran quarterback. Jimmy is, is out there, too. I think that is completely I, in play. I'm a huge Will Anderson fan, but if this if they don't, if the Texans don't go quarterback number one overall, it's got to be because what's my man in Georgia, the D, the D tackle? That's, that's right oh, up there. Uh, um, Carter, uh, Jalen Carter. Yeah, it, it's got to be because Jalen Carter has just come in here and blown their socks off. It's got to be. I mean, that, that's the only. If you hire a defensive-minded head coach, I would, I would be honest with you, I would prefer that defensive-minded head coach fixes defense because the one thing at that point in time we know the guy can do is if you give him the right weapons, he can put a good defense. Well, on Well, that's got to be part of it, right? That, like as we, as you just said, you think Jonathan Gannon and and, and D'Amico might be. The top two targets. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I just, I, I think in today's game, the way the game is played, you got, you look across the league, and there's two dudes that I think are in a league of their own, and that's Pat Mahomes and Aaron Donald. Maybe not so much this year because of the injury and and not you know obviously the down year in L.A. But th- those two dudes are absolute game changers. Like like, and look, I, there's guys. With Pat, I'm just everybody gets the point. It's like a quarterback and an interior D lineman that are just absolute surefire game changers. So if if you got a chance to get one of those two dudes that ultimately are the building blocks for your offense or for your defense, the other you can argue on defense is a corner. You've already got him. Um, man, I, I just show I, I don't know, man. I, like I can't go edge rusher, man. I I, I can't. I, I I gotta. I've gotta go quarterback or, or interior D tackle. Yeah. 
You couldn't, so you, you it couldn't be Will Anderson. I love Will Anderson, man. I I, I love him, but yeah, no, I, I got it. I mean, Will's gonna be until you get a D tackle. Will's gonna be Will's gonna struggle. Like if you can't get push in the middle, your DNs are gonna struggle. They're not. They're they're gonna have a hard time getting home. I I, I don't know. I just I, I think if you don't go quarterback, you got to go D tackle. And like you said, you you could clearly like if D'Amico Ryan's gets the job, Jonathan Gannon. Like if they are not and you know excited with whoever the quarterback is there, yeah, like that is like I, I that's something Texans fans could think and, and prepare yourself for that they do go defense, that they do go defense up there at at number two and then move off and go in some veteran quarterback. But Derek Carr, we'll see, man. I, I would just I would just think I'm not I'm not trying to down where we're. we're the Texans are the Texans just aren't at a place right now where they are looking to be playoff contenders and I gotta believe Derek Carr would have some options to 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 get there to be to be a to be a part of a playoff contender. well he's got a lot of options that are above the Texans yeah that's, that's your point so yeah. yeah it's it'd be it'd be a tough one I'm saying as as a Texans fan I wouldn't you wouldn't mind I, I, I would I wouldn't mind defensive minded head coach Fix your defense. Do fix what you know. What you know can get this organization. Especially back if to you don't love the eight guy or nine wins. Yeah, and, and 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 like I said, I, like I just maybe I'm wrong, but I, I just don't. I don't know too many young defensive coordinators in the game that all of a sudden can flip over and evaluate quarterbacks at at a at a level where you're going to draft the right guy, build around. Like I like it's. I think it's a lot to ask of that guy. Now, is there help in the building? Does Nick think he has people in the building that can help? Sure, I'm sure he does. I, I would rather the head coach have have a really good grasp on that. But um, stranger things have happened. We'll see. D'Amico or or Jonathan Gannon drafting for to to their sweet spot. I, I would not be mad at that. And and your quarterback yeah. room ends up being a veteran somewhere along yeah. the way. Yeah, we'll see until you feel comfortable about the guy you like. Now you've said it. If you don't love him up top. At quarterback, you can't draft. Him. Can't draft. Don't matter. Yeah, don't matter what it is. If you don't love him, if you if you don't think he quote unquote walks on water like Sean so Payton said, said Bill yeah. Parcells needed to see. Hell, if you don't think he he walks on water, you shouldn't draft him. I'll be honest with you. If you don't think if you don't think that any player that you draft, if you didn't think Derek Stingley walked on water, you yeah, shouldn't have drafted number three overall. Top five picks. You you, you got a whole you got an, an entire draft class. You better find somebody that moves the needle beyond just being really good at what they do. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Petrie. I mean, I know he he wasn't a top five, but I'm saying that that kind of dynamic of this guy makes everybody around him better. It's not just about at that point. It's not just about especially when you got as many needs as the Texans have. Yeah, it just, it's not yeah. just about that that particular skill set. All right, we'll keep you updated and give you the latest on uh, where the Texans coaching searches. They've got two guys that they're bringing in tomorrow. For second interviews, we'll keep you updated on that coming up next. 5 o'clock fire on the drive.